once you started listing off the the criteria. Mics, yeah. That's but that's not even my mic. That's a different mic. Right, but I it's can, still picking up just fine. Yeah, it'll pick you up. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. I feel like we should open one of our episodes with like all of these different things that could be possibly misconstrued as possibly a alien encounter. Well, the discovery that aliens have been circling my house, or my former house. Well, welcome to KinkCast. I'm the one of the people who's in charge of it, I guess. I'm Tommy. And then I would like everyone to go around the room, introduce themselves, and say what their alien sexual fantasy would be. Oh. I'll go. Okay. My name is Chris. Good. I would like you to go. Morgan. Okay. And my alien sexual fantasy. Does that have to be from fiction? I, you know, you just Can't have to answer the question. I did, I, you don't have to. It could be anything. It just involve an alien. Uh, the blue aliens from uh, Mass Effect. No, those are gross. From Mass Effect. The Sari? Yeah. Just because you liked her personality? Yeah. That's the lame. Saris? No, I, I don't remember her personality. Then that's only one of the species. No, I just mean they're they're like blue people that are attractive, and they don't have any like weird head ridges or anything like that, like in Star Trek. Hey, like don't... every single alien in Star Trek. Yeah, all human beings got lucky, but you know, think how weird we look to them. Because like essentially, we the the comparison is that like, what if we went to space and everyone else didn't have noses, and we we're like the only ones with noses? We'd be the ugly motherfuckers. But in Star Trek, everyone has head ridges, and we're the ones without them. So like. We're the, for the big we're the ones. weird un um, uncircumcised faces of the of the world. <laughs> Maybe that's why everyone in Star Trek like likes human beings so much. Is because like holy shit, they're attractive. Bipedal humanoid creatures look really good without fucking ridges yeah. all over their head. So what's the one species that uh, like the the merchant species? The the Cardassian. Uh, no. Cardassians are merchants. The Cardassians aren't the, the ones I'm thinking of. The ones with the giant ears. Oh! Didn't I... one of those just get pregnant? <laughs> no, we're talking about... That's an old joke. Old joke. No, it's so not. Old joke. It's so relevant. Cardassian, Cardassian jokes are on every single nerd podcast. Supposedly. Darn. OJ. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. I'm trying to remember the name of the aliens with the big ears. Yeah. They're called like Fupas or something. The Ferengi. The Ferengi. Or... <laughs> The racist oh, shit. The racist characters that they are of the Jewish people. I'm a big fan. Just what they are. It is very offensive. I'm a big oh. Fan. Did you not get that? That they only care about money and that they have big ears and big noses and that's it. That's a little offensive. Oh, it's super offensive. Star Trek. They got pointy teeth. So your sexual fantasy is that you're playing Mass Effect and you jack off to the video game. No, I, the sorry from them. Because they don't have weird head ridges. But I'm they sorry, aliens. but like that's your sexual fantasy. Is that like you just you in a room with this blue thing? Thrilling, Dana. Oh, what is yours, Tommy? You haven't said yours. Um, I would just reenact the entire thing from um, Alien Four, Alien Resurrection, where like I've been cloned and bred with a xenomorph, and then there's this like hideous fucking monster thing that's both human xenomorph male female asexual and it bursts out of a queen and thinks I'm its mom but also kind of wants to fuck me and then I kick it and it's taken out of a window through a small hole into the vacuum of space that's a cool effect yeah Joss Whedon wrote that with his brain powers because he's the king of the geeks see that's my sexual fantasy is kicking a is Joss Whedon it's Joss Whedon (laughs) 
Joss Whedon writing something. All you have to do, apparently, is be an attractive woman and, you know, he'll throw himself at you. One day. Dana! Um, I am trying to remember her name, but there is a... Sigourney Weaver. Okay, I was going to make the same joke. Uh, um, Zool? No. Uh, no. I'm, oh, oh, here we go. Okay, so I'm trying to remember the, the oh, type of alien. Oh, is it the tentacle alien. head people? From- yeah. Um, if I could have a sexual fantasy with an alien, it would be um, with one of the Jedi Knights. I forget what type uh, Kid Fisto. Yes. Uh, Kid <laughs> Fisto. <laughs> no, he, he, Kid Fisto's That's part of his that actual name. name. And his name is Kid that Fisto. That is 100% his Twi'lek. actual name. Twi'lek? 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 And the one on the Jedi Council is named <laughs> Kid be, Fisto. Yes. Oh, okay. He Fisto's the well, kids. here's the thing, though. I wasn't really interested in the guy. I was interested in the, the Jedi Knight Isla Sakura. Can I see a picture on your, your laptop? She looks like an Asari, except with longer head things. Oh, that one! Yeah, I think George Lucas's daughter cameoed as one of those. Well, I've always thought they were really cool, and I've played a lot of Lego Star Wars, and I always thought they were just, like, the, the coolest ones, because they can jump really high and stuff. You don't so, want to get um, on with the Mon Calamari? Uh, I, no, I, I don't... No. Are you the racist fish head against Mon Yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the fish people. Because they have so, the most creative no. name in all Star um, Wars. Isla Sakura, it says here, was a female Twi'lek Jedi Master. And I think she's hot. So, there's She's that. also dead. Uh, if we haven't she is dead. dated this, uh, well, the Star Wars universe, that's kind of like timeless. When did she die? How did she die? Was she Order she, at 66? Uh, 66, yeah, probably. Yeah. It says here... Yeah, I think she was in the montage. Yeah, I think she was just... Yeah. During the Battle of Felucia, Sakura was suddenly killed by her clone troopers when Supreme Chancellor Sheev Palpatine executed Order 66. Wait, what's his first name? Sheev... S-H-E-E-V. That's news to me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, if it has been mentioned, this is not an alien podcast. This is a sex podcast about alien. sex. Yeah. And today's sexy subject, or kink if you will, let it, let it, let it settle. Let it settle. Does that have a name? Let it settle. Yeah, I couldn't find a name for it. Exophilia. Uh, exophilia? That yeah. sounds like a... Dumb Muse song. Exophilia. Sounds like the politics. Sounds like the name of our parent company. Oh. Exophilia. Exophilia. Sexual fantasy having to do with extraterrestrial life forms. Real quick. But not E.T. Before we can have any fun, we have to suck all the fun out of the room with our giant old fucking dangly dick disclaimer. Who wants to do it this week? I'm tired of doing it. I'll do it. Do the disclaimer. No, you you don't read it verbatim. Just say what it is. Just say what it is. Just say the disclaimer. Oh, run around there. Just say it. I don't know it. Just say it. Uh, we're a sex positive podcast. That's good. You're doing great. Uh, Come on. We don't like to kink shame. Good. We have a lot of fun. I usually zone out when you do this. Uh, <laughs> He's usually on his phone playing Candy Crush. We have. I do not have that game. That is offensive. <laughs> I play pornography. I play Marvel oh, Puzzle sorry. Quest for your information. That's Ew. right. He does his research on the podcast. That is not true. I know more about the 11 alien species than you ever will. <laughs> I was researching sex. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're sex-positive podcasts. We make fun, but we don't mean it in a mean way. Everyone is who they are. We're all weird, and we all like weird shit. And you should celebrate your weirdness. Very good. But also practice it carefully, uh, abiding by the SSC. Keep things safe, safe, safe. And safe. And safe. Yeah. And Think cons- of it 
Think of a think of SSC Safe, sane, and consensual as the seven chaos emeralds of sex. Once you so get them got, all, you turn into a gold Sonic. Yes, which is sex. You've got safety. You've got consent, and you've got um, sanity. There mm-hmm. we go. And then the other four are safe, 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 safe. <laughs> So with those seven chaos emeralds, you could have you turn into sex. Super Sonic and you I'm just blast through the levels. Making that because I want Sonic the Hedgehog to come up in every episode, if possible. <laughs> so far, I think we're at like ten for ten. So we're going to be replacing some of the S's with Sonic. So it's it's safe, sane, consensual Sonic, 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 and Sonic. Safe, sane, consensual chaos emerald Sonic. Tails, knuckles. <laughs> so, if so it's gonna be the S S C C S T K. There you go. If you're looking for our episode on Sonic the Hedgehog, that's episode two. And this is episode twelve. If you're wondering where Sarah is, she had some complications with her travel and she is still stuck. We made sure we waited this episode for her because she wanted to be on it so bad. But guess what? You get stuck in an airport. You miss out. Bitch. I do think it is important to point out before we move completely off of Sonic. That <laughs> you said Sarah, but then you went right back to <laughs> that Shadow, the Hedgehog, is technically a genetically modified hedgehog by aliens sent to destroy the planet Earth. Therefore, he would fit within our scope of aliens because he's an alien. Chris, did you like? Did, he's did really that... got to work in that shadow thing because he's. he's... I gotta work it in Chris shadow. Is, Chris is a shadow guy. Yeah. You know, Chris is a shadow guy. He wants a bad boy. Yeah. Chris, did you like identify something special about yourself when we were doing episode two? We all did. We yeah. all realized that the DNA of sexuality is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> oh my oh. goodness. Well, let's start by talking about exophilia. Um,. I think we should start with the definition. Well, I mean, philia is a, more or less like a paraphilia. It, right. it means a sexual arousal. And mm-hmm. exo is outside. Yeah. Right. So, so outside of the normal philia. So exophilia. Well, that would be para, because I think para, like yeah. paranormal, is a more of a prefix for like para or for mm-hmm. um, absurd or. Um, no, para is just you not finishing like a pair of shoes. Exophilia refers to those who get sexual pleasure and arousal from extraterrestrial, robotic, supernatural, or otherwise non-human sentient life forms. Yeah, so if you go to Mars and you find a pocket pussy made by alien... Well, you find a pocket pussy that nature just produced on Mars and it's like made of microbiological materials, Mm -hmm. that wouldn't count. That's not not going to fit into today's subject Mm -hmm. because it's not sentient. Or technology. I will say this. I was thinking, okay, like, what if it's what if it's like a, a gelatinous cube monster or something like that? That really always comes back to gelatinous you. cube monsters. With I, you. I really think that it's funny. Um, they I would found, dissolve you though. Well, maybe you take like one d six acid damage for every time you're in the same space as it. All right, nerd. Um, although focus, we lost on- Sarah, and this show has <laughs> descended into absurd nerdity. Although usually it's focused on non-humans, the desired form is typically humanoid. So yes. either crazy Balchinians from Men in Black, which is my favorite because the guy kicks him in the... Yeah. 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 Anyways, it's not there. It's below his chin. So, um... Ha. Well, there's a reason that, like, viewers were more sexually attracted to Data than they were to Worf. Yeah. But those are both humanoids. Yeah, but one's more humanoid. So the, the argument is people are going to be more Wait, sexually more inclined. people are attracted to... 
data the morph? I guess I'm basing my research off of which one got a stalker. Data got a bunch of letters. The actor who played Data, which I've forgotten his name, I feel bad. Brian? Brian? Brian Slenderman? Um, A lot of people send him letters like, Data, I want to fuck you, but as your character, I'm insane. And he'd be like, oh, please don't. Worf probably got those too, but not nearly as many. Because they had some ridges on his face. Yeah, he's a very attractive black man. Well, he was a... uh, What was his name? Worf, and he was a Klingon. Dwarf, 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 something D. It's been too Dwight. long. No, Eisenhower. last name D. Michael Eisenhower. Michael, Michael, Michael. Brian Springer. His name's Michael something. We're going to keep shouting names until we get there. Michael. D- Star Trek Enterprise. Dothwag Enterprise. Somebody's going to like send us a message in on this episode and be like, you idiots, it's this guy. Because they've been watching the show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Star Trek is probably where a lot of this started off with Captain Kirk banging every alien he could see. Ah, so that brings me to the point of maybe we should talk about where this could possibly come from. Well... Well, I think it's important to talk about the origins of the real-life aliens here. No, uh, that's that's not happening yet. But it has to be recognized that the idea of aliens is actually kind of a new concept, yeah. as we know them now. Um, it really derives from a panic that was from post-World War II. That's where a lot of alien mythology came from and sexuality came from uh, the science fiction that it was inspired by the real-world threat of aliens as well as um, Nazis flying around in UFOs. The atomic age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the nuclear family saw some weird shit in the sky, and there's really no telling what of it was. Once the Russians got up into space, everyone started looking up. Well, I mean, the government did do some weird shit in the 50s and 60s. I mean, like, MK Ultra is a very real thing that really happened. Mm-hmm. Dwight Eisenhower making a deal with the Greys to sign away our government. Also true. Not Ros- in the history books, but Roswell, also true. New Mexico. But what matters is that uh, in old movies, you could not have sex scenes. It was something they wouldn't allow you to do. So what happened... Uh, it depends. But it, before I, the Hayes Code... I've got a point. Before the Hayes Code, God back it, in Chris. the 1920s, you could make anything you wanted. There were movies that had orgies left and right. Thank you, Chris. Some of the most sexually exploited movies ever made were back then. So Vice, it wasn't until the Hayes Code came about. Vice did a report that found out that there was a bunch of old people who had a fetish for quicksand. And what they were able to trace this back is that when there was the area after Chris's Hayes Code, where... Um, during the Hayes Code. After it wasn't until way later. During the Hayes Code, one of the ways that you would have a woman writhe on screen like she was being fucked is you'd have a man and a woman get caught in a quicksand together. And while uh. the two of them were caught in the quicksand, they'd both be moaning and writhing and reaching for each other. And it was a stand-in for sex. Wow. And they would always have to tug on that rope to get out. Anyways, or Snake, if it's Indiana Jones 4. I bounce back. I bounce back. I won't let you derail me. Anyways, popular culture, especially from that era when everything was so stifled, is they would hide in sexuality wherever they could. Whether people were receiving it uh, subconsciously or directly, there were a lot of scenarios in which an alien was displayed as a gorgeous woman. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be this metaphor for meeting someone who is foreign, meeting someone who is exciting, meeting someone who is outside of your boring 
having ordinary sexless life. Mm-hmm. And they were mm-hmm. almost all humanoid, too. They were almost all humanoid, but also there was this added detail of if something is an alien, it's going to be different. And but that difference he, is supposed to represent sexuality, but it ultimately represents nudity in a way and a different lifestyle. Even the difference that it usually portrays is like skin color or head ridges. It's like they have green skin. That's why they're aliens. Like, no, if aliens were to exist in real life, they would evolve along a completely different path that we would. They could be like gas. Not of Star Trek. Didn't Star Trek say something about how like we we're all ancestors for something i don't think star trek we're did. all made of star stuff something some one of the tv shows that had uh everyone was human with different ridges stargate introduced did. the idea that like uh exogenesis that like we were all spawned from more or less the same yeah. stargate yeah. did the ancients were ancient humanoids that uh populated the universe with seed with their own seed and then later on the uh gold came and enslaved humans from Earth and took them, spread them across the galaxy because they were good slaves. That was, uh, they built the pyramids and uh, utilized the stargates that the ancients had created. Chris really wants to be Henry Zabrowski this episode. I really that's, want... That's just me knowing about Stargate. Yeah. I want to get a picture of Chris's hair, like, combed up a little bit and then him just going, aliens. For the, as reference to, uh, do we know his name? Do we know his name? The meme. The, the, meme. the meme man. Yeah, that's Does guy. anyone know meme man's name? From no, ancient aliens. It's from ancient aliens, though. Yes. So my, my whole point was <clears throat> the whole alien fetish comes from a very real time, 50s, 60s, science fiction. Mm-hmm. Science fiction was an alternative refuge for people who were either immature or hiding from society in some way. People got really obsessed with it, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so it tapped into a very primal urge, yeah. and that's where you could say alien fetishism comes from. And then you fast forward to times like the 80s, 90s, not even so much today. Really, the, the bread and butter is like the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. That's where alien sexuality is just fucking a heaving, moist pussilus. I mean, species is just a ripoff of alien, except you fucked it. Yeah, which was someone saw the movie Alien was like, what if the sexuality was like kind of hot instead of just a metaphor for rape? Well, and what's interesting too is that in the 60s when all of this started, um, once these stories kind of like caught, you know, fire on in the news, it was propagated by newspapers and things like that. People on radios, H.G. Uh, Wells doing the War of the Worlds that on the radio. That is pretty World War II though, right? Uh, yeah, a yeah, little so bit. That's but, some of its origins. Yeah, yeah, but still a lot of this was, you know, propagated by the media. Um, so... One thing that could have been maybe an origin for this this kind of um, cultured uh, desire could be that it derives from alien abductions, stories of alien abductions, of probing, of um, things like that. So um, probing and like alien sex, basically seeing yes, uh, uh, what the reproduction system of, of human beings were like. In a lot of male abductions, they are... Uh Forced to ejaculate. Yeah, I made I made a few jokes on this before we started recording, but um, you know, aliens never seem to pick someone up to test like conditioner on their skin or see what like their cuisine does. Feels like every single time the aliens pick somebody up, they're playing with their ova or so sperm. Also, I I found in some of the research I did that most male stories that do like abduction stories center around ejaculating and being given pleasure, whereas most female uh, abduction stories center around like being I, cut open and having your like eggs taken i feel like every story uh, a lot of the stories i've heard are um a woman will be abducted and she'll be 
impregnated and have the baby in like, yeah. the span of like a minute. But one is more of a the male side is a lot like pleasure being given where the female side is a violation. But I gotta I gotta rein this shit in because we're all over the place. We're all over the place. We're going to different. We're going to pop culture. We're going to abductions. We're going to history. We gotta stay in one in one boat at a time. And I gotta rein this in. So right now we're doing history. Right now is history. We're not getting into abduction or Star Trek. All right. So Control in nineteen no, thirty, we're not getting into alternate history yet. Real history. <laughs> Dana. Nineteen forty-five. Okay. Hitler just shot himself. And okay. then as a result of Hitler shooting himself in the head, people now like to jack off to the idea of aliens putting their long fingers in their buttholes. That's Those two are directly correlated. I was going to say, we talked about a lot of body parts, but I always hear about buttholes. But yeah. Aliens love that. butts. They're the Nicki Mush of the extraterrestrial world. Whoa, whoa. I want you to say that again. They're the Sir Mix-a-Lot, I believe, because Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj has the booty. Sir Mix a lot wants the booty. But Nicki Minaj like represents the love of ass. She's the she, if Cupid represents love, Nicki Minaj represents ass. But Sir Mix a lot's the one who loves okay. big butts. I don't know if Sir Mix a lot likes eating butts. We're but I know you think Nicki Minaj likes eating butts. Is there a song where she says, "My hand wants to lick you up your butthole"? What matters is that apparently <laughs> aliens love butts. And aliens butt love butts. So tell me about the history of all of this. Oh, I already did my entire history thing. I'm ready to move on to pop it. culture now. All right, I want to talk. I want to ask Chris what he knows about um, some types of aliens. Moving on from pop be... culture, we're going straight into we types about of aliens. Pop culture. No, 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 we'll come back to pop culture. It's a lot of aliens in pop culture. Oh, but let's let Chris the get this out. I'm not ready for this. I've been avoiding this. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go get ahead. Get it out. There's 11 different kinds of aliens mm-hmm. in real life. Okay. <laughs> sure. Chris is crossing his fingers behind his back. Uh, that uh, supposedly are fighting for control of the earth. Nine of them are fighting to enslave the earth. Two of them are on our side. You know, when you say it with that coy little smile, you're boring the audience who knows it's fake and you're offending the people who think it's real. I'm only going to go through a few of them. Yeah. Uh, the Pleiadians or the Plagiorians or however it's said now, apparently their name changed like in the last few years. Who cares? Because... They're very real and very important. They once teamed up with Hitler back in 1932. He just keeps coming up today. Uh, They are uh, the uh, ancestors of the Aryan race, which is the purest human-alien hybrid that still exists. So you're saying this is real history, Chris? You're saying this is real history. I'm saying that this is supposedly real history. So, you, but hold on a moment ago, you said this was real history, and now you're saying that the Aryan race is the purest, saying the purest form of human alien hybrid. So the so the pinnacle of the human alien hybrid is white people. Chris, is that what you're saying? Is this a white supremacist thing you're going on? This is why they were. You want to talk to more about the the fucking Ferengi and how they represent the Jewish peoples? Because it kind of sounds like you're going into some Nazi bullshit over uh, here. Actually. The Fringi, or the Jewish people, would probably be represented cl- most closest by the Draconians. I'm shutting this down. <laughs> nope, I'm shutting this the fuck down. You are not calling Jewish people lizards. That's not happening. Because nope, you're done. All the conspiracies say that the reptilian people, the Draconians of the reptilians, are uh, Jewish families. Crispy bacon, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, they want to, uh, they started as uh, breeding humans to enslave them. Don't know why it's taking them so long. But then there's the Greys. Those are also evil. They drove the Draconians, the Reptilians, underground 
and made a deal with them that once the Greys finished enslaving humanity, they would give them part of humanity to be used as slaves, but the Greys wanted to use us as food. This show is supposed to be sexy. Yeah, none of this talks about buttholes. What is this, Space Lord of the Rings? What is this, anti-Semitism, the podcast? <laughs> One of the good races, the Al... Al... Aldeborians, Aldeborians, they align with humans, and they told us all about the other species a few years ago to some dude named Cooper. I don't know. He's insane. Uh, yeah. All right. Should I go on? 1954, uh, Eisenhower made a deal with the reptilians, or sorry, with the greys, right? With the greys. Uh, and uh, they now live under Area 51. Did you just have to check your notes to see which group Eisenhower made a deal with? Because even I know with all my heart that Eisenhower made a deal with the Greys. Yeah, but then the Reptilians also run our society. No one made a deal with the Reptilians. The Reptilians infiltrated our society. And now they're not even in control anymore. We have a dumb fucking poopy human being in charge. But supposedly you can tell the Reptilian because they're shapeshifters. Yeah. And they've been in the White House for 30 years, and it was great. Features. You can see by how much, like, the Queen, she's reptilian. Uh, Barack Obama, he's reptilian. Undoubtedly. Uh, And uh, George W. Bush and Chris Chris Christopherson. Look how all of them look almost identical, because they all have those reptilian features. Bill Clinton is a lizard. Possibly. No, he totally is. I've seen the pictures. Yeah. I don't know. He got a blowjob. That... Wouldn't that kill a normal earthling? Yeah. So, blowing a lizard? So Lewinsky must have been... Blowing a lizard a is not a good association of words. She's a blow-up doll. Because um, drain the lizard is a word for peeing. So, like, blowing a lizard makes it sound like you're just taking a... Anyways, taking, I... Taking a shot in the face? What's just interesting a is that some people pee-pee. that have actually, like, claimed to have had sexual interactions with aliens have actually passed lie detector tests. Well, lie detector, lie detector tests are, are fucking bullshit. I'm still impressed. I mean, if you if you believe in something hard enough, you can force yourself into making it happen. But you also, can, you can the train schizophrenic yourself. community is, is, is rife with yeah. this stuff. You can train yourself to pass lie detector tests and, like you said, if you believe it yourself, you can pass a lie detector test because you don't think you're lying. So if you're a crazy person... I'm all about respect towards people and making sure that they're happy and content in their little worlds. As yeah, long as Tommy, it sounds like you don't believe that aliens I think exist. it's I think it's self-harming to believe in um, the 11 alien races and reptilians and the draconians and the greys. I, I genuinely think that that is Archons. our thinking. Archons are a whole other thing. Plajorians. Plajorians. So can we talk about pop culture? I would love to go back to pop culture. Do you remember in The Simpsons when uh, Maggie turned out to be um, a, a Kang or yeah, it was Kang's daughter? Uh, Treehouses of Horror. Yeah. I don't remember. No. Maggie's an alien. Someone remembers our well, audience. Our live audience remembers. That's an alternate history, though. All right, Chris. Um, I mean, it's not like that's canon to Simpsons, that Maggie is the daughter of Kang. You just had your alien white supremacist bullshit as canon to the real world, and you're going to question my Simpsons canon? <laughs> I found a fantastic list of movies oh, I forgot featuring- the Nordic aliens. Featuring um, sex with aliens. Um, Let's see how many I can get off the top of my head. All right, go. Oh, uh, we've got species. Yep. Yes. I don't care what anyone says. The in Alien versus Predator, that chick almost makes out with Predator. Um, Do you mean goes down on Predator? I don't know. No, that she here. almost kisses him before they're. But yes, the queen. 1995 species uh, and all of the franchise. They actually featured tentacle sex. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, the third terrible movie from the Starship Troopers. 
And then I don't think Star Wars ever had any. <gasps> Does Star Wars take place in a universe where cross species marriage is illegal? Anyways. Oh my God. Star Trek features some interracial couples, inter yep. extraterrestrial. What are you whispering over there? I can't understand. I'm giving you a hint. I'm going to stab him in I the mean, nose. I mean, Alien is an obvious one because, like, penises come out of people's chests. Yep. Alien, definitely. All right. Um, what else do you have? Space Jam. <laughs> No. Space Jam is clean. Um, However, 1968, uh, Space Thing was uh, one of the earlier movies that featured a sex scene. That song, Space Thing, You Make My Heart Sing? No, Chris. You tried to top me. If you can't stay on topic, I'm going to ban you. Uh, Breeders, a movie we watched on our sister party. Absolutely. Breeders is one, Um, but it's not on my list, but keep going. Uh, oh, one of my fucking favorites. My stepmother's an alien. Mm-hmm. That got movie it. has got crazy Dan Aykroyd. Kim Basinger and Dan Aykroyd. prime form. Yeah. I recommend that movie heartily. It has a young Allison Hannigan in it and a Seth Green. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the week after we watched that on our sister podcast, we watched Earth Girls Are Easy, uh-huh. which is another great fucking movie. Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. It didn't make any of its money back. And so they, they said, And oh, they could make people have... Just be super horny by touching them. Yes, thank you. Um, they were going to try to make money off of that franchise by releasing an off-Broadway musical based on it. <laughs> and that's what day. And it released on September 12th. 2001. Oh, shoot. <laughs> it's a dark, it uh, <laughs> dark time for your kinky alien comedy musical. That's, that's highly unfortunate. Starring wow. a young, sexy Jeff Goldblum. In the movie, and not Gina in Davis. Movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, I think I'm more attracted to Gina Davis. But well, they were they, a couple, so yeah, they always yeah. teamed up together. Okay. Um. Also, uh, which ones did I miss? 1985's Cocoon uh, with Tony Welch and Steve. Uh, have you ever seen Cocoon? All I remember Steve is Bird? Wilford Brimley Something? ascending into the stars. Yeah, it's about old people turning young and then fucking aliens. Yeah. Also, District Nine. If they y'all saw that, uh-huh. when was there a sex Oh, scene? they did imply that they had yeah. sex with them. They had. Um, a, they're called prawns. They had prawn. They had prawn prostitutes. Yeah. Remember in the. I do remember the that African warlord scenes. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and then I mean, also, I, had, I, I sorry, I, I can't. We God. have to make that a contraction. We just have to. There's no way we could just skip over that. Prostitutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just like sometimes a contraction is just like an itch uh-huh. that you just like you got to scratch that itch. Yeah. Prostitutes yeah. was one that I just had to. I had <laughs> I to like hear it. it. I had to hear it. Also, uh, 2005's Evil Aliens apparently featured a lot of sex. So I don't know. Sounds like a movie that we should be watching. Nothing after year 2000 counts as a movie. Movies stopped being made in 1999. I disagree. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's kind of interesting. That was, that was a lot. That was like the top 10 rated, um, uh, sexy alien movies and TV shows. You did excellent. I'm really impressed. Um, did y'all, any of y'all find information by the guy who wrote about alien sex and exophilia named Supervert? As in like a super pervert? I, you know, that's kind of what my or thought was. he's an extrovert, just super. Super also I think he'd be super extrovert. Super means like outside, high up, so it could also mean like out of this world. Uh, what did you What did you find about Supervert? Um, this particular writer makes the logical and obvious points that because exophiles are never caught having alien sex, it suggests that either aliens don't exist, aliens don't make contact with anyone on Earth, or if aliens do come in contact with humans, they avoid those exophilic tendencies based on uh, stories that are uh, reported online or tabloids featuring alien sex stories. 
that are non-consensual, which I thought was kind of interesting, too. Actually, there was a guy that uh, was abducted, claims to have been abducted, and uh, was given the option of uh, getting wanked. And uh, he turned it down because he had a family, so they gave him a tour around the spaceship. I can't remember his name right now, and it was probably a made-up story. It's almost like all abduction stories are just kind of like a dream somebody had that then they misremembered into fitting with a narrative that's been popularized by an alternative scene that I would relate to the Flat Earth Society. Or it's some other kind of repressed memory of it. Yeah, there is the idea that a lot of uh, alien abduction is just a uh, molestation that's being processed in an interesting way. You don't think some of these people just get lost inside of a shady massage parlor? Um, genuinely, you have to pay for that, so they would notice that their wallet was a little lighter. To be serious, though, um, I I think that a lot of people who have genuine conviction that they've had contact with aliens Mm -hmm. are harboring a mental disorder Mm -hmm. or are processing serious abuse from another human being that they can't even bring to light because they're physically denying it in their own brain. Or so maybe we need to differentiate real. between people that think that they've actually had encounters or people that are attracted to. This is a giant goofy topic that we're just kind of goofing around because there's two very real things here. There is the camp one, mm-hmm. which is I have been abducted by little green men or tall grays and they've um, played with my wiener and did things against my will, and I'm terrified of it. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who think that the scene where Kirk kisses the green alien is like the sexiest thing they've ever seen oh, yeah. and are into dressing up their partner as an alien or dressing up as an alien themselves mm-hmm. or just watching pornography inspired by aliens because this world fucking sucks and it'd be awesome to get picked up by space babes who think you're awesome. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking great? Humans and you could tie your braids together to have sex. Yeah, not so much that part. More like you have to live with your aunt, uncle, and you like well, you like farm milk or something, and then all of a sudden they're moisture farmers. Moisture farmers. Then you go to a bar, and there's a bunch of weird looking wolf men, and then you find out you're the chosen one. You get to go fucking kiss a princess. No, your dad's the chosen one. You know, but the princess is your sister. Don't shit on me. Don't shit on me. We're gonna start not correcting people too much. Think, uh, he's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> Do you think Star Wars helped create the incest kind of thing that's going on? No. Today? But to quote Mr. Plankett, that uh, Star Star Wars is ripe with sexuality, and it probably helped include people's alien fantasies. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's right the incest thing because Luke and Leia never bang. They do kiss, and they he is like, kiss. he's all like, I got her to Han to make him jealous. Gross. Yeah. Never um, make that face at me again. So aside from let's let's keep abuse, like let's discuss mainly the fetish because that's what this is about, right? Um, this is about the fetish exophilia, like wanting to or being turned on um, by aliens. Yeah, right? I stand by my my, my standing no, no. point earlier. I think it's good to definitely differentiate between the two. Yeah, yeah. And I, I stand by the the fetish aspect of it that I said yeah. earlier, and that is. When you're lying around bored, it'd be awesome to get away from this world. There's a, the alien fetish is a very large um, depersonalization aspect to it, mm-hmm. where when you're interacting with aliens, 
doesn't matter how lame you are in high school. doesn't matter how broken you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. You're getting to interact. It, it, it's just like going to New York and going by a different name on Tinder yeah. and being like, oh, I'm Brian. I'm from Denver and I own a small cannabis company. And that confidence lets me be an alien with these foreign people. So I don't have to be myself. When you're talking to aliens, you don't have to be your fucking self. Yeah. I actually found a card that I purchased because I thought it was hilarious. It was like a greeting card. Um, and it had this girl like leaving Earth behind in a in a uh, spaceship saying that, you know, after exhausting all of her options on Earth, uh, Susan decided to explore other, you know, other opportunities outside of Earth. And I was like, that's hilarious. And that relates to this episode pretty well. So Gina Davis and Earth Girls are easy. Yeah. But um, Jeff I don't know. Was a what else man. did you find? I mean, in terms of pop culture, that's pretty much it. I have a bunch of um, products to mention, but what else? What other notes do y'all have? Honestly, I did not go into much uh, research on this one because I just went on a big old refresher of some of my favorite scenes from movies. Without watching any of them, I just thought of them on my walk over here, which is the truest way to do homework. So what? How? <laughs> yes, Chris, put it together. Well, what do we think the not the origin of it is, but uh, like personally, like where does it come from? Like in a person at a personal level, like what what starts it? What's the actual desire that is being? I'm gonna say it one more goddamn time, but this is time number three. All right. Fif- I know that's what you You're 15. That, that's what, okay, that's my take. What's your take? You're asking a question. What's your answer to it? Yeah. Oh, you don't have one. I have one. Oh, Dana, thank you. Some aliens are sexy. They are humanoid-ish, but all the parts that are supposed to be sexy, that I find sexy, can be really, really sexy. Yeah. So, like, Isla Sakura is, like, uh, a sexy bitch. Well, see, I could also see it as being, like, if you if you yourself feel like you are like alienated, like you cannot connect with other people, then it, you know connecting with an alien species, you feel maybe something that's more in tune with your own thoughts and your own processes might be an alien species that you can fantasize and get along with closer to. Well, there's self acceptance of your own body as well. Yeah. If you were shacking up with Worf, you know suddenly your own non human appearances and things that you think make yourself very ugly. If you're on Star Trek Enterprise and you're floating around the stars, you know, maybe I don't have like cheeks that are too wide or a back that's too big because there's fucking aliens everywhere. So I get to be gorgeous to somebody. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll be a Ferengi or maybe it'll be Michael a, Dorn. Michael Dorn <laughs> as Worf. Or maybe it'll be that, uh, uh, I guess, whatever her face was. What was her name? The female one? The one who was a human female with no face ridges but she was half psychic being from Rhodesia. I thought she was full. No, she was half. Her daddy was a human. I don't remember. I know in Star Trek Voyager they had a half uh, human, half uh, Klingon female. But the point is when you're shacking up with things that are are green and have head ridges it makes you yourself okay with your own body. Deanna Troy, thank you. Speaking of ridges, can we get into products? The The ridges... The products are pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm sure that this is an extensive product list this week. What's in your shopping cart? Oh, yeah. Um, in my shopping cart, um, I found some out-of-this-world toys to play with. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Right. I, I saw what you did Thanks. there. Um, 
If you visit geekysextoys.com, they have a alien-inspired dildo. From, and like, xenomorph alien? I mean alien. Like, from the movie Alien. Well, that, yeah, it's, its head yeah. is a dick. Yeah. If you've never... If, I mean, everyone knows this by now, but if you don't, look up a picture of the xenomorph from the movie Alien. Its head's a penis. And it's got a penis yeah. inside of its head. And it's got a penis inside of its head, and it's kind of just, like, decorated with vaginas. And... It's giant vagina when it starts off in its face hugger stage. Yeah, and then it's also a penis when it comes out of people's chest because it's a metaphor for rape. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, no, GeekySexToys.com actually has the alien dildo. Um, also, this place online called Alien Outfitters has sex toys galore in every imaginable shape, type, texture, color, you name it. Oh, um, really? All Body kinds paint. of alien-inspired, cosmic-inspired you name it, they've got it. Nothing sexier than body paint. Uh, including one thing in particular, which I thought was hilarious. It's an alien love doll. Um, inflatable uh, with three breasts. And uh, it's also called the Area 51 love doll. So it's not a xenomorph love doll. It's just a, the alien. Yeah, it's like a green, old green alien lady with three boobs. Okay, think, uh, think about uh, triple tits from... Uh, Does she have multiple buttholes? No, but there are three orifices... One of them is her mouth. I don't know where the other ones are. Probably her vagina. Yeah. And then probably like some sort of weird like foothole. <laughs> one one only. I, I thought the mouth and then one between each of the sets of boobs. That would be more holes because that's two holes in the boobs now. No, that's a total of three orifices. So no vagina hole. Yeah. I think there's definitely a vagina hole. Um, hey, was that alien from the movie Alien? Was it licensed? No, not exactly sure. <laughs> I think they just call it an alien dildo, and it just happens to look very much like yeah, it's that. 20th Century Fox isn't taking in money on that one. Um, there's also extreme textured penis sleeves, um, one of which is called the Noodle King, um, which I was impressed by. And this is one that was recommended for people that have alien fetishes. It ah. looks <laughs> like a severed pig snout full of maggots. It, yeah. It, that's exact. Nope. Yeah. I, that's what it looks like. I was thinking about wet spaghetti inside of a sleeve. I might have to try that tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, you can find it. Um, <laughs> and it's called the Noodle King. Um, there's also um, spiked King. masturbation Noodle gloves. Girl. Um, which are pretty cool, interesting looking things. They're made of rubber or silicone, um, but they have like spice coming off them, and you, you literally put on the gloves to masturbate. Did anyone grow up playing Glover? <laughs> Remember the evil Glover? <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. what it should have looked like. Um, it's evil Glover. Let's also not forget that oh, there shit. are um, alien fleshlights and dildos inspired by Avatar. Um, so. It's kind of got an interesting... Which is weird, um, because they don't have vaginas in Avatar. They have sex through their you know brains. What? I don't even consider Avatar as part of uh, alien sexuality. I consider it as part of freedom and yiffing. Because those are just cats. They're just cats. Yeah. Well, the, 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 but they don't have sex. The Navi... Yeah, but if you were, like, terrified of sex, because, like, you really want to have it, but you don't really know what it is, and the idea of, like, penises and vaginas... Let's tie our hairs together. Yeah, that's the thing, is, like, Avatar is kind of, like light diet sex for people who are afraid of the real stuff. And then it's like, you know what you can do with that pterodactyl thing? Fuck Tie it. your brain to it, too. Yeah, there's some weird sexual messages in it. And the tree? Fuck the tree, too. Be careful well, where you put your brain. You're not saying, like, you're not fucking them, you're, like, connected with them. Because in in the Navi world, and for the people who are into that, it's sex is more than just 
some primal need. It's spiritual. And so I guess that's another aspect of the alien fetish is, is wanting for something more than just some, I'm a fucking worm that must create more worms. I am, I am connected with Gaia. I am one with Ganja and I must also, my why do mean something when I connect to my horse pterodactyl? Can I, I reference? I, yes. can I reference one of my very favorite childhood movies. About Actually, aliens? no. Ferngully. No. Yes, you may. Um, Coneheads. Dan Aykroyd's teeth in that movie. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. But do you remember those really cool, like little crown things they put on? They're like, uh, yeah. and that's how they have sex. Yeah. Whoa. That's interesting. Barbarella. Barbarella. Oh no. Nope. 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 But uh, why is it that in, um, in Avatar, how come they can genetically clone a completely alien species, but they can't fix someone's broken spine? Makes no sense. <laughs> Next, go on. Um, also, <laughs> I was able to find um, the Brogoth ovipositor from Primal Hardware. Ovipositor Spelled. finally makes its appearance. Spelled like werewolf. Hardware, W-E-R-E. Uh, and this item will actually lay eggs that you make yourself of uh, inside of you. You make them out of gelatin, and you have to, like, freeze them. And, then and according to them, they cannot say legally that that is safe. Right. Um, but they're supposed to, like, gelatinize inside you and come out. I don't know. Um, but you can make I your, dye different colors? Uh, you can, uh, if you want they to. Can I lay the eggs? It. You can lay the eggs. You just have to go quack, quack, quack first and then, then lay the eggs. Is know. that legally obligated that no. I make a chicken noise before I lay the egg? No. You can make a rooster noise. Oh, but, but that, I'll say y'all, say y'all. I did read a one. That was a good one. One out of a hundred are good. That was a good one. I did read one girl's uh, review about her using it in terms of how she made the eggs. What the the eggs apparently with the gelatin in them smell like chicken broth. Like oh. once they're made. And then you coat them in jelly into this thing that deposits them inside of you. And she said it didn't feel weird going in. It just felt like a dildo. But then whenever the eggs were shoved up inside and then eventually worked their way out. It was an all-night uh, shenanigan. So, I mean, it's a process just, of laying it, it all It seems eggs. like you could just use that to start a soup. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I was, I'd eat that soup. <laughs> I mean, I I would be interested to watch somebody else enjoy this. Now, without kink-shaming anybody. I'm not sure you, it's for me. you imagine how terrifying it would be? You're eating the pussy. I was thinking that same thing. <laughs> All of a sudden, an egg starts coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that your lover for the evening <laughs> happens to uh, ovoposit herself earlier that night. <laughs> Fertilize my eggs. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay, next thing. Yeah, the, I think that the ovopositor has come up a bunch on the show before. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's such a it's such a crazy idea that's like it's sexy in this extravagant like that's insane way. But I feel like if you actually had one, actually used it, not that I really can, but if I was a lady and actually got to use one, you got a butt. Uh, oh boy, that's just. I feel like it, the actual like usage of it would kind of be disappointing because as crazy as the idea is, actually doing it is kind of its own. Emptiness. I don't know from from what the interview that I listened to, the guy said that. uh up uh, his, he's got a lot of testimonial back from his customers. Okay, from Primalware. I mean, I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. I mean, the biggest complaint for people about this show is that sometimes we just kind of talk out our ass, and 
that's what I'm doing. So that's like <laughs> well, a fine. This one particularly can come from other body orifices too. So um Can I have it feed me lunch? <laughs> can I go to my can I go to my break room with my ovipositor and just like put some Snickers like Cadbury eggs inside oh, my ovipositor I, and oh, suck them out? I was imagining deviled oh, eggs. God. Just like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, bring it to a party. I don't need a platter. Just <laughs> I'm so sorry about your loss, but I'm very happy with your catering table. (laughs) Pardon me, I need to eat now. (laughs) Oh, oh, how rude of me. How rude of me. Would you like one? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, we gotta get over positive okay. guy. I take back everything I said. Primal Hardware, if you would like to sponsor our show and send us some of your um ovipositors, so I can't dine with I them. can't promise they will be used in the way that you intended them to be. Yes, I I'd like the number seven, please, but can I have a ten piece nugget be a twenty piece nugget, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Pull um, the drive through and start stuffing them in. No, you you reach over and you're like, I'm sorry. Could you actually? I I'm trying to. I, I really care about the environment. Story. Don't you waste the plastic. Just put them straight in this. Put them in my <laughs> alien feeding pouch. <laughs> yes, it's an ovipositor, but it feeds me lunch. Oh my gosh! Okay, okay, stop. I have stop. a different one for other uses. <laughs> They're the same color, so it gets confusing sometimes. Could it also double as a masturbation sleeve? It probably could. Let's just be honest. Oh, Ovipositor is an all-around great product. All you need is a slimy tube, and it can be everything you need it to be. Why are we even thinking, like, you could just (laughs) fill it with flavored Jello, and then just switch out when, like, you're hungry after a little bit. Just be like... Pop it out. <laughs> just pop one in your mouth and then keep going. It's just like a gogurt tube, except <laughs> yeah. a little more character. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, that brings me to my last product that I really, really, really wanted to show you guys. And only because I'm not exactly sure if this falls into the right category. Is but it just yeah, that's an alien mouth. with a vagina? Um, actually, it's not. Um, it's not. It is an alien rotting zombie masturbator uh, available from Fleshlight. Uh, in the freaks section, uh, there's also Reaper and Predator versions. It looks like a chatterbox or chatter the chatterer from. See, I was uh, imagining the little tiny head that pops out of the alien. It's got yeah. a, it's got like a vagina and it's also got a um, mouth with teeth and there's a little sword beside it. It's too that's, edgy for me. That's uh, a lube injector, and you can get special lube. Um, inject your lube. I don't. So know. This, this one lady used chicken broth. Are there products I can buy that are no. supposed to be like? No, she said, she it. said it smelled like. Chicken. Oh, I thought she used chicken broth. But no. like an alien, alien goos wouldn't taste good. Is there a, like a lube I can buy that's like alien lube that's like super sticky and kind of smells like silver? Is that like chowder? No, remember they actually talked about this in, a, in an alien podcast you both listened I to. I think you should just use liquid mercury. That's dangerous, that, that but fun. Like, yeah, be a fun texture. Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> also, you probably go crazy. Um, that's that's all the research I got to have. Uh, what a fun episode! Out. We what, found a new way to eat. What's fun is that I researched this in public. I was at a concert, a Sublime concert, on Friday. Um, and I was like on my phone looking at this stuff while I was taking notes and some people behind me were like, what 
are you doing? <laughs> I have to be careful what like device so, I wait, search on. Judging you when they're at a Sublime concert. Uh, yeah, I think they, they don't practice have... Santeria. <laughs> they don't got <laughs> no, no crystal they, ball. They might practice exophilia though. They had a million dollars, but they spent it all on a alien love doll. Name it. That can't be a million dollars. A good one. Hmm. I mean, a real, it better be a real goddamn alien yeah. for a million dollars. <laughs> it was just a fun movie. For a million dollars, I'll tell you I'm an alien. <laughs> Fantastic. I think that about wraps today up. Uh, as far as the FDI goes, I think the FDI is for something that gets deconstructed a little bit more seriously. Um, as far as uh, this goes, I'm going to give it a non-applicable or a one. Yeah, if you got if you've got a weird flashlight that is in the shape of a vagina from Avatar, it's gonna be the same as having just a flashlight. And I guess if I if I had to give something, if you have your sexuality wrapped up in the idea that you're being abducted by aliens, um, I would seek therapy. I'm not actually. I'm not gonna give it a number. I wonder if they yell out at the sky every night. Dan Aykroyd does. Come for me. Wouldn't you though? Wouldn't you rather be off this planet? I thought about it. Yeah. Is that an option? Can I leave this planet? I mean, you just gotta talk. To, I mean, let's go back Farnstein? to the let's go back to the MUFON website. Just yell at the sky. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yeah, MUFON. We were on the MUFON website and we created a a center point for where the activity is in our hometown of Denton, and which, it's actually right on top of us. No, it's oh a, it's, God, it's a little bit. Listening. It's nearby, though. I mean, the alien concentrations in Denton are. We are um, one host down tonight, so maybe they are gonna have an alien like beam down so that they can interview us about hello about buttholes. Oh, don't do it! Don't do it, Chris. No, don't buttholes. do it. No, you can do you buttholes. Wanna... You can do buttholes as much as you want. I don't want to. I don't no want like aliens. a Klaxar the alien to show up. <laughs> I am Clontar. Oh my yeah, gosh! No, none of that shit. Uh, my I am here version. for sex. Okay, so in terms of the FDI, I'm gonna say yeah, a one, maybe perhaps socially ostracizing, um, but I think it's possible. I mean, there are some sexy aliens out there. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Look at. Um, yeah, rocket. This no <laughs> Holy trash shit. panda. This is a picture of like Chris's old neighborhood, and someone's got a picture of a UFO in the sky in it. I'll have to show you guys later. <laughs> is it the moon? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the moon. <laughs> well, the truth is out there. Seek it carefully, and be careful where you put your braid. Also, Fox Mulder was a fucking asshole to Scully. And he had sex with a vampire when she was abducted by aliens. Yeah. So anyone out there who romanticizes Fox Mulder, he is a thousand times worse than fucking Edward Cullen or any of that shit. Fox Mulder was an asshole who actually was probably just dealing with some severe mental issues and no one was after him. Right. Sorry. I get very passionate about how I don't like the X-Files as much as I love it. The show pretty much confirmed that everything he believed was true. Yeah, but they always confirmed it wasn't true the next minute. Yeah, I know, because it was bad writing. Yeah, television's shitty, so are movies. Anyways, uh, bye, I guess. Send us shit. I, uh, I'm i going to do some more research on MUFON, and uh, I guess we're going to call it a night. Uh, is that what you're calling porn up now? No, MUFON is its own is its own pornography. There are images on some yeah. of these. <laughs> he said I have to make that joke every week. Um, if y'all find... He caught it in. <laughs> If y'all find um, the Jude Law prostitute from AI. He's not an alien. Oh, that's right. It's in the same. He's a robotic. It's it's in the title of the movie. There are aliens in the movie. That's right. Okay, movie. That's why I got confused. Okay. Never mind. No aliens over Puerto Rico. It's been a pleasure. Oh. Bye. (laughs) 
Hey guys, just want to talk to you real quick about some of our other podcasts here on Ex Vivo Media. Like B-Movie Deathmatch. Like a B-Movie Deathmatch. It's essentially KingCast, except instead of making a bunch of silly jokes about silly things that people jack off to. We make very serious jokes about Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> we have very serious, in-depth discussions about uh, Dan Aykroyd. It is a goofy game show with a bunch of snacks, a bunch of people eating food into the mic, a lot of infighting, and uh, ridiculous uh, congressional hearings go on for hours it's all about movies although it really isn't like most movie podcasts although we are still the internet's only movie podcast so that's exciting like most movie podcasts we are the only one 